And good afternoon. It's 5.15, and it's time for The Bright Side with the one and only Alexis Robin right here on your favorite radio station, K-Tahoe. Alexis in the studio today, and today we're talking about something that I know nothing about. Which is routine. Routine. Returning to routine. So today's back-to-school day. My kids went into fourth grade. I cannot believe it, how fast the time goes. Fourth grade. You know the next stop of high school. I know. Big kids. My daughter was in this adorable little leather jacket, which she picked out. (laughs) Did you take the school photo next to the fireplace? Oh, no, not next to the fireplace. I always forget. And then right before they run into the classroom, I'm like, wait, wait, (laughs) let me get your picture. Last year, I had to do an after school first day photo because I forgot. So this year, I have it. It will be out on Facebook later. Put it out because I remember every day. Before school, I had to have, you know, the new backpack. You had to go shopping for right, the new backpack. Right. You had to show off the new backpack right in front of there. And you had to take a picture with your sister, even though you hated her. You didn't want to be next to her. I mean, <laughs> all, that, all that kind of stuff. I still hold that against my mom to this right. day. It's like, look like, pretend like you love each other. So did they pick out their school outfits? They did. We went down to, uh, we had to go to a thing in Santa Cruz. So we stopped in San Jose and we let them go pick out a little outfit each at H&M. Because, you know, here oh, in Tahoe. Yeah. You uh, you don't really buy a whole bunch of back to school clothes at back to school because sure. you're still like wearing out all the summer clothes, and then in like a month or two when they've grown a foot, they'll be they'll have to get all winter clothes. So it's really October's back to school shopping for us. You don't uh, m- now. My mom used to buy like three sizes too big. You know. Yeah, we do that for ski clothes. <laughs> Roll up the bottoms. So I think Celeste might be able to wear her snowboard pants till uh, high school. <laughs> It's part of it. It's yeah, part of being a kid. Just, you just, you know, baggies are in. But uh, but yeah, so anyway, today we're talking about returning to routine because that's essentially what all the parents in town are doing. And um, it's interesting. I'm reading a new book, or I'm actually reading it for the second time now, called Essentialism by Greg McEwen. And, it, you know, the Twitter version of the book is Focus on What Matters. <laughs> and so, um, but anyhow, he talks about in his book uh, Routine and and flow, which is a, um, a gosh, philosophy model um, idea by phenomenon by Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi. Um, right, it's a fancy name, Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi. Anyhow, what? that's a name. So there are benefits of having a routine, and um, it's interesting. So when you have a routine, you basically do the same things over and over again. And so one of the benefits are if you focus on what's important and you make a routine out of it, then you make sure the important stuff gets done, right? So like if you get up, you make coffee, you have breakfast, you brush your teeth, you put your contacts in. By the time you get to the car, you can see your breath smells good and you've got food in your stomach and you have some caffeine on board. So, you know, there's... um, there's benefits for that but what else is really interesting about routine is that um every time that you repeat a um a practice of something so whether it's you know getting up and making a coffee or getting up and going to the gym or driving to work or doing you know a certain new task at work uh, you actually make synapses in your brain and you start to um build more um functionality or ability to do this and so over time um, with each effort you yield exponentially better results until you finally get to the point where you don't have to think about where you're driving so like when I drove to the studio I was able to focus on you know thinking about the show versus focusing on like where am I going right but the first time I ever drove to Heavenly Village which was 
a long time ago, I had to really pay attention. It takes a lot of bandwidth. It takes a lot of brain power. Like muscle memory. Yeah, so it's like muscle memory. So when you get yourself into a routine each day, then you eventually get to a point where you don't have to think about it. Like the things that you're doing become much easier for you. And so you get this exponential um, yield for better results. So it's a good thing. So when you think about... Um, you know, creating routines, you want to be thinking about what's the most important things that I want to get done. And, you know, you're listening to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin and Drew with you here on K-Tahoe. And, you know, you always, I hear about this, like, routines are good, but then they can also kind of be not good in a way if you're too routine because then if it disrupts my sister was this way she mm-hmm. was so routine routine oriented had a list every single day right. and if it got out of whack totally threw off her day she was unbearable to listen with my parents oh. were putting her up for adoption that afternoon <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like any strength in uh, excess can be a weakness, right? So I think it's just important to be, um, you know, to be thoughtful about which routines you're putting in. And you don't always have to have the same routine. I mean, you certainly can do different routines each day. So like Monday, you can have a routine where you go to the gym and you make certain things for your kids lunch and you have certain meetings and that kind of a thing. Um, and then Tuesday might be have a routine that involves doing some kind of family activity together or might involve something that you do for yourself or, or that kind of a thing. So you certainly don't have to have the same routine every single day and um, and get to a point where like if it gets off kilter that you're falling apart. And the routine doesn't have to be in the same order all the time. So like if I go to the gym in the morning or if I go to the gym in the afternoon, it doesn't matter. Well, I, I think you would break it down, right? So if your routine at the gym is the same, you know, Mondays you do arms, Tuesdays you do back, Thursdays, Wednesdays you do legs or whatever, but you're still doing kind of the same 30 minutes on a treadmill and then 20 minutes of weights. It's a different routine. And that brings up a whole yep. nother topic. Right. Because <laughs> yours truly, Drew with you, has no routine. There is no routine. Every day is to- completely different. And right. it's like you did a squeeze whatever in at that particular time that you can. Now, is that bad? Should I be seeking psychiatric help? No. <laughs> so, no, it's not. Because for some people, routine feels just like, you know, where I, what Greg McCune says. I love it. He says, it's it can be perceived as where innovation and creativity go to die. <laughs> Which it's is true. A, it's a great quote uh, from that book, Essentialism. But it's um, the... The thing is, when you're not using routine, you're constantly using your brain power. So you think about if you're um, doing something new for the first time every day, how much effort it takes to do it the very first time you ever did it, right? Does so, it take a lot? Yeah, it takes more effort to focus really? on something you don't know how to do. That's why I'm so tired all the time. Probably. <laughs> I'm like worn out. I'm like, <gasps> Yeah, that could be the root of your, of your thing. So you just, you know, try adding one routine in or... Um, I'm sure when you do the radio, there's a certain routine where it's like, okay, we've got five songs and then we do the weather and then we push play on the, you know, it's com- commercials no, or I don't know. It's completely just crazy in here. Okay. So this is not a good example of routine. <laughs> <laughs> in case you're wondering, like, do I have good routine? If you're not like Drew, you probably do. <laughs> We're talking routine here. It's a bright side with Alexis Robin. And we're going to move on now because routines are good. We talked about if you have a routine and if you don't have a routine... So what's next? Well, so um, so when you think about routines, you can also think about habit. Oh, right, good habit, bad, bad habits. Habit. I got a lot of bad ones. Right. So um, so each habit, it works through. Um, you have a cue, then you have a routine, and then you have a reward. So this is how it works. So um, your cues are generally automatic. 
Your um, routine can be a behavior, which could be physical, mental, or emotional. And then your um, reward is kind of the, is this worth doing in the future? Right, So you might have the cue that you wake up and you feel like, oh, it's morning, I need breakfast. So then you go out and you make yourself, um, or you pick up your donut for breakfast. Right? And then your mind says, yum, that's delicious. Right? And so then each day you kind of get into this routine. Um, So one of the things that um, when you're thinking about habits, if you want to create a good habit, is you need to think about what the cue is for the habit. Right. So like if you wanted to um, let's say what's a habit you'd like to increase, like something you want to do more of Um, fish (laughs) vacation. So retire. So if you want to vacation more then um, what's what would be a cue to vacation Um, scheduling (laughs) get my schedule together. Right. So you could be getting your schedule and you could look at it and say, okay, over the next three months, these are like five weeks I have open Mm -hmm. and I'm going to schedule like vacation time in there. Oh, yeah. Right. So then you might say, I want to go to Susanville to see my folks because I dig them and they're fun to hang out with. They're pretty badass. Yep. And uh, I want to go fishing up in Alaska. So that, you know, then you might be thinking about that. And then when you go do those things, there's the reward, right? Like it's relaxation, it's social time, family time with people you love, that kind of a thing. Doing something that you love, uh, fishing, that kind of thing. So, um, So that is how you can use your cues for good. So every time you do your schedule, you can be thinking, where do I want to put my vacation time in? And And then you got to prioritize. Right. Because then you got priorities. Right, and now we're Drew's shifting the show, so we might have to rename it for the podcast. But um, to thinking about what matters, right, and priorities. So this is an interesting fun fact. So um, priority first came to the English language in like the 1400s, and it was a singular noun, priority, and it was a singular noun for 500 years, and it was only in the 1900s that we changed it to priorities. Mm. And it, I mean, it stems from prior to, mm-hmm. right? Priority comes from the first thing that you, you work on, the thing you do prior to anything else. So then you think about how companies now, we have multiple priorities, right? Like these are our top 12 priorities. It's like, okay, with 12 priorities, nothing's a priority, <laughs> right? Like, isn't it true? Yeah. They can't even do the one priority, yeah, much less the other because 11. because nobody knows what to start on. Like, oh, well, that's my priority, but your priority is this. So, um, so really when you think about having you know, priority one, priority two, priority three, you're really kind of defeating the purpose. Priority means start there. So what is your number one priority in your life? Uh, well-being. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, you know, taking care of my well-being, it includes everything from spending quality time with my family, getting good sleep at night, um, eating healthy, uh, doing things for other, like giving back to the community because that improves my well-being. And so when I'm focused on experiencing all those things and I have good well-being, then I'm really much more resilient for whatever life hands me because obviously we don't float through life with nothing crazy coming at us. And so um, so that's what I focus on first. And a lot of, um, I've had, I've heard parents say in the past, like, oh, I always put my kids first. It's like, well, then you will teach them to put their kids first. And, you know, um, then they never put themselves first and their kids will never know how to put themselves first. Right. And so it's like children are important. But if you don't ever model how to put yourself first, um, they'll never know. 
That's and so point. it's really important to, uh, I think, if, in my opinion, it's important to do that. Um, doesn't mean all the time, right? Anything in excess is a weakness. So if you put yourself first all the time at the detriment of all your relationships and, and uh, family connections, then that's probably not going to work out. But definitely making sure that, like when I'm making lunch for the kids, I always make myself breakfast first so that I'm more patient and I put more care into what I'm creating for them. And so what about people to have multiple priorities? You know, I got I got 75 priorities in my life. Could you Do you categorize them? Do you group them up? Do you eliminate some of them? How do you kind of downsize it so they are manageable and they are able to be accomplished? Yeah, well, one of the um, easiest ways to figure out what your true priorities are is to, ra- is to rank order. And people will often rank order by like looking at a list of 75 things and saying, oh, this is what I think should be number one. But that's not actually the best way to rank order because then you have all kinds of like... Um, influence of like peer influence and what society says should be the most important. So really, um, if you list your top priorities down and then start at the very bottom of the list and compare it to the thing on the top of it. So let's say for you, you had like um, fishing, work, eating healthy, family, vacation, right? Like five. Mm -hmm. And so then I would say, okay, if you had to choose between fishing and working, which would you choose? Well, you have to choose working because... Fishing doesn't pay. Well, it can, can uh, but it doesn't all the... Yeah. So working's more important than fishing. Well, that's kind of the same thing these days, but... <laughs> yes, so, but yes, working is more important than fishing. Okay, so if you had to choose between working and uh, family. Oh, you got to choose a family. Okay. If you had to choose between family and vacation. Oh, you got to choose family on that one, too. And if you had to choose between... What was the last one I said? Uh, oh, family and healthy lifestyle or working out or something. Ooh, that's... Uh, I, I, to me, family has to be number one. There you go. Because it kind of incorporates all the other ones. There you go. Right? So knowing that family is number one for you, it allows you to make decisions, right? So if I said, okay, well... It's your mom's birthday next weekend, but there's this really great opportunity for you to make a bunch of money. Ooh, you have to really debate that. Yeah. Because my mom would probably want me to go make money. Right. She'd be like, I'm tired of supporting you at 70 years old. Go make money. (laughs) So, all right, bad example. (laughs) No, but it's true. It's true. You know, then you'd have to really think about it. Like, hmm, family's first. Then, you know, you may call your mom and have the conversation. And your mom might say, oh, my gosh, let's celebrate next weekend. Go take advantage of the opportunity. But you probably wouldn't just say, oh, yeah, I'll go do that. And then call your mom and say, sorry, I'm not coming. Not my mom. You haven't met my mom yet. She's angry. She carries a heavy fist. I did meet your mom. And she's not angry. She's a beautiful woman. She is beautiful. Carries a heavy fist. So, you don't mess um, with Mary Ann. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, that's um, you, definitely when you're thinking about priorities. And that's really um, – so I'm going to wrap us back around our routine. Um, <laughs> but that's really how routine gets started, right? As you think about – especially going back in the school year, as you think about what is the most important thing that we want to get done. And usually it's stuff like – you know, you need an afternoon snack and you need homework and you need time to read and you need family time and you need a good, healthy dinner, everybody around the table. At least that's what happens in my family. And so um, sometimes something has to give. And like for us, what's a priority is family dinner together. So if the homework's not done, like nobody gets to miss family dinner to do homework in their room and like eat in their room you know we just say sorry it's not done like you'll either have to get up early tomorrow or go in and do it the next day like but we're not going to miss family dinner for that 
Yep. You're listening to the bright side here on K Tahoe. Alexis Robin Drew with you, and this brings up another uh, another topic that it's kind of related to this and kids and routine. Mm-hmm. Because they say it's so important, especially kids, the younger kids, mm-hmm. to have a routine. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Well, I mean, with anyone, it's the same benefits, whether you're a kid or an adult. Though, I mean, kids especially are learning to do things that, you know, we've been doing for years. So, like, we go in, we jump in the shower, we wash our hair, we do this pretty much the same thing every time we go in. We don't even think about the shower often, right? Like, you just get in, you do your thing, you get out. But with kids, it's like, oh, well, you know, for years I took a bath and now I'm taking a shower and I don't even, do I wash my hair first? Do I, you know, right. what do I do? When do I rinse? How do I? And it's something so simple that for us, we think like, you know, whatever, it's a shower. Like you just get in there and get clean and get out. Um, for kids, it's not. And so the more routine you can create for them, then the more um, kind of mental space or bandwidth they have available to focus on new things they're learning. So imagine if like every day was different and they didn't know what to do when, and they were like trying to keep up with like, oh my gosh, what are, what are we doing? We're going out for breakfast this morning. I thought we were like making waffles in the toaster. I, I don't get it. You know, then they get to school. They're already exhausted <laughs> mentally. So the routine really helps to like create the, um, the brain connections, which make things easier over time because the more you, and more you do it, the less and less you have to think about doing it. Gotcha. Which is why you want to create a routine in places for kids. Now, to your point, you know, you don't want to absolutely stifle a child by forcing them into a box and, like, making them follow A, B, C, D every single day. I but have a friend that does that. Oh. Yeah. His kid's more screwed up than anybody I've ever met. But, uh, but let's not name them. We're not going to name them. On the air. I'm going to tell them. So, I'm going to send them this podcast and be like, FYI. FYI. Brian. Oh. I mean, <laughs> I screwed that up. So, um, so yeah, so routines are good and you can, um, you can definitely mix them up. Um, and you think about what, like if there are things that are important to you, like, Hey, I wish we would, you know, play more games as a family, or I wish we would go on more bike rides. It's like, okay, well let's think about it. Like every Saturday morning, let's do a bike ride. And if we plan for that, then we're ready for that. Then nobody's like, what do you mean we're doing a bike ride? I'm playing, you know, um, ski ball with my friends today. Right, so I can't make a bike ride, right? So, um, so I think that that's important. So, in the spirit of um, sharing good news in our community, uh-huh. um, have to give a shout out to the guys down at um, Shoreline Bikes. Oh, Have you yeah. been on the new bike trail, by the way, um, in Nevada? Tamba, the Tamba, the new Tamba bike trail that they uh, just redid. Yeah, the one that goes through the meadow to yes, Nevada Beach. Yes, fantastic! It is so much it? fun. We did that kind of last uh, day of summer. Speaking of putting vacation into routine, are you talking about Shoreline Bikes or um, South Shore Bikes? Shoreline Bikes. Shoreline in so, the village. Uh, they actually have a little store right across from the trailhead. Okay, you're talking about um, okay. Right by Lakeside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I do love South Shore Bikes. They're yeah. in the middle of moving. We'll give them a shout out when they get all yeah. <laughs> to they, their they new They have spot. a lot of moving to do. Yeah. Chris, get back to work. But the... Uh, but yeah, they were super nice. I went down there and needed my tires pumped up, um, and so we could get out on the road. The guy totally hooked us up, was super nice to my kids. He gave you free air? Well, that, <laughs> he... Like, I couldn't figure it out because it's a road bike, and I'm a rookie free road biker. Air. But, uh... But it was just, they were really nice. So, you know, it's a great family thing to do next weekend, Labor Day, coming up, where we can all break routine immediately and have a three-day weekend. You know what? You can break your bank account with the tent sale. Oh, and you know what? I'm. This is a routine that we do every September. Nope. Labor Day, it is a. Um, it is something that my family always does. Up at Heavenly, they put all the ski gear on sale. So just when you're not ready to let go of summer, you have a reason to think about 
winter. And our kids have gotten skis there and snowboards and gear for the past two years. And um, Adam Turner and his team. Isn't he great? They are awesome. And the gal who manages up there, she helped us out so much last year. I'm just two thumbs up for them. That's our Labor Day routine every year. Adam Turner's been doing this since day one. It's a 28th annual, which he's only 25, so I don't know how he's been doing yeah, it so long. Know. But uh, yeah, the <laughs> Heavenly Sports snowboard and ski tent sale going on this Labor Day. So break your team, break your bank account, go up there and buy some new stuff. Yeah, you don't even have to break your bank account because everything's such a good deal. But you end up buying so much. I had a guy who just bought yeah. a whole pallet of stuff last year. <laughs> brought in a backhoe and just like loaded it up that's awesome yeah i know it's so good so happy back to school day for all the locals and for everybody wherever you guys are and uh take a look at the book essentialism i think it's chapter 17 he talks all about routine for all of the research and the science on the stuff we talked about today and we'll see you next monday same time same place for the bright side there you go it's alexis robin drew with you have a great day it's k tile 961 fm getting you back to music